Hey everyone, it's Avishek with Stop Being Confused About Health. Oh boy, is there a lot of confusion today. In fact, a lot of people get most, if not all, of their information from the internet. You know, a lot of people will tell you that this is a great age we live in, we can get any information we want. Well, let me tell you, as someone who is devoted to the process of studying this stuff, the quality of the information on the internet is is quite poor and, and it's not adequate for giving you a, an accurate and nuanced perspective, a holistic perspective on any issue related to health uh, that, that you could wish for. And it's usually lacking in clinical context and even basic science uh, context and background. And what happens to the person who gets all their information about health from the internet is that they basically develop a set of beliefs that the first of all they're very strong because that's how the internet works this is what this is what we talk about in in my books um there's kool-aid right why does the internet exist it's to sell ideas that's why people get on the internet including myself and i'm here to detoxify those uh, the kool-aid that is in your system so this was someone who i um he was very upset emotionally at a video i did called why I'm never going on the carnivore diet, where I suggested uh, that you should only go on it if you're sick, as in you have autoimmune illness, um, or you're trying to lose weight for a short period of time. Um, so I said, hey, you know, if you want to have a debate, you're welcome to. So, but the the issue was that this man was not really interested, interested in a debate. You know, have you ever met someone who wants to debate you, but really they're just searching for validation? Like, they're just very angry at you so what they really want from you is to just like pet them or something like that. That's what this person, uh, that, that's what the vibe really was of this debate. And I had to kind of educate him on many things and calm him down throughout the debate. And I honestly wouldn't recommend um, taking this episode as a serious um, way of uh, taking your knowledge to the next level but rather as more of just a case study of what an anonymous person on the internet who swallows the Kool-Aid on a daily basis and even looks up to Thomas DeLauer thinks that that is a credible source of information, what that person sounds like. Enjoy. Okay, the carnivore diet. This is a new fad and a lot of young guys are particularly interested in the diet. And I published a video titled why I'm never going on the carnivore diet. And for some reason, I can hear myself. Hold on. Sorry, one second. I can hear myself. It's because here we go. Okay, great. So I published a video suggesting that, you know, I'm not going to go on the diet. And predictably, you know, a lot of people, they who are on the diet, they they take those things personally. So today I offered uh, one man to invite me, invite himself to this debate. He accepted my offer and we're going to discuss the carnivore diet, why he's on it and so on, and hopefully come to the truth. So why don't you introduce yourself a little bit, just talk about your background and then we can get started. Sure. My name's Crow and you didn't invite me. I invited you. So that was incorrect straight off the bat. No, and actually, before, I suggested if you guys want to have a debate, and I actually had a pinned comment, and then you accepted the invitation. So, no, I, I, I invited you. Nope. I asked you. That's in the comments. That's easy to see. You even said you can find my email, which wasn't 
true. Your email wasn't anywhere to be seen. And before this even it's started... It's on the about page, actually. No, it isn't. It is. It might be now, but it wasn't back then. It had to be done well, through I can check hackers. it right now. Like I said... It this might would be, be important now, in establishing, you know, who knows how to understand the facts. Okay, so why don't you go on with your background? Yeah, it you says right there the for truth? business inquiries. It's on the about page. It's always been there. Why don't you mention to everyone live what you just said before it went live about how this video might be taken off YouTube, depending on my Well, demeanor. Yeah, because we want to promote a scholarly discussion, you know, with a lot of anonymous people, you know, their their rhetoric isn't very good. Rhetoric. So depending on how, you know, how um, intelligible your views are, we can decide if we can leave this on. And how, yeah, scholarly, well, how scholarly is confused carnivore? receives an education <laughs> well that's 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 done on purpose right so hopefully we can see your facts so um yeah why don't you just introduce yourself and uh we can proceed sure my name's crow you can call me eric if you want i've been on carnivore since july and i've done all different types of diets research fasting and education for over 13 years so while you've been doing this for 10 years i've been doing this for 13 so I think I know a little bit more about the truth and God instinct than you do. Okay. Um, do you have any background in, you know, the sciences? What's your, uh, I guess, educational background? My education isn't in sciences. It's in international relations and my work is in marketing, but you don't need an education in nutrition or science to understand what it is that you're reading and to look into the studies yourself. And I understand you don't have any, background in education either oh no i do so international relations that's great and it's just good to establish you know what people's exposure are and i do agree you know you don't need an education in nutrition to understand some of the basics but um this does lead uh to the possibility where a lot of people think they know you know the absolute truth and that's that's going to be the purpose of today so i'm still looking for the comment where you suggested doesn't matter. So I'll talk about my background a little bit. So um, like I said, I've been studying health for about 10 years. Um, I was pursuing a doctorate in naturopathic medicine, as well as a uh -huh. master's so you went to in the holistic side. Uh, science at a naturopathic college. And um, so after about a 1000 hours, I decided to pursue things more on my own. And I may go back to finish my master's next year. But I think overall my background probably similar to this guy to an extent a lot of self-study you know there's a lot of lot you can learn on the internet a lot you can learn from other people as well and you know hopefully we'll see you know what the truth really is so why don't we start with why you're on the carnivore diet why did you start in july one second did you say you studied naturopathy i studied medicine yes at a naturopathic college you studied medicine at a naturopathic college. So that's yes. basically the same people who believe in holistic medicine and spinal corrections. Um, they don't, they do have their um, type of spinal corrections isn't the right word, but chiropractic adjustments does influence. So basically you went to a chiropractic school studying modern medicine. Um, no, that would be incorrect. So what did you do? Clarify it. Sure. Um, so the naturopathic schools, uh, they basically teach the same science courses that are taught in allopathic schools. However, excuse me, I got a burp coming. However, they emphasize uh, prevention of disease and a bunch of other stuff you can easily look up 
that we don't need to get into. Um, no, but it's really the that. it's really the clinical practice that differs. Um, but very unf unfortunately today, a lot of them, what's being taught in the schools, they're trying to fit in with the conventional system. They're billing the same insurance companies, prescribing a lot of drugs, recommending flu shots. So they've really gone against what they believe in, but there still are, are a lot of good naturopaths out there who who rely on holistic therapies. So that's the short answer. Okay, right off the bat, for people who might not know what naturopathy and, you know, chiropractors are, they are not accepted by Western medicine and they are seen as fads and they are seen as people who have no clue in what they're doing. I think that's pretty important to go into right off the bat because that's where you studied, according to you, medicine. Where in a normal school, people are studying medicine for five to seven years. In one of these schools, you can be a doctor within two years, but they don't tell you that they're not an MD. So they're not a medical doctor. Actually, that yeah, they, they tell you, we call ourselves, they call themselves NDs and it's a four-year program. But they call themselves doctors, and, no? Right. So again, if uh, the, the issue really has to do with accreditation and licensing. And so in about, in about half of the 50, are you in the U.S.? No, I'm in the UK. I've told you this about Okay, right. Times. You're in the UK, so you're probably not familiar with the laws here, but they're accredited and no, legally familiar. allowed to. No, you're not. They are yes, legally. No, you're not. They're allowed to call themselves. I physicians. haven't been to the US a lot. Are you arguing with me about how many times I've been to the US? No, no, I'm just explaining the so facts. Why do, you keep, to you. why do you keep saying no, you're not? Because you don't have the facts. Okay, you're talking to someone who's actually been in that, uh, who's actually understands the naturopathic uh, laws and so on. So the answer to your question is they are accredited and allowed to call themselves physicians and practice as a primary care physician. In last time I checked, it was about twenty. A massage therapist could call themselves a physician. That is false. No, that is not false. No, that is false. <laughs> I'm expecting. I'm expecting obviously you to have zero idea of the carnivore diet now, but that is what I am ready to discuss when you're ready to discuss it. But massage therapists in the U.S. are not physicians. Naturopathic physicians are legally physicians in states where they are licensed. What is that? But they are not doctors. They they're are not, physicians. They are not MDs. They're MDs. They're physicians, but they're not MDs. They're naturopathic you to, doctors. You wouldn't go to a naturopathic doctor to cure the flu or cancer or things like that. You wouldn't so it, do it depends on not. the so As a PCP, as a primary care physician, you can go to them as a general practitioner for the flu, for all kinds of things. And that's actually one of the reasons why natura naturopathic medicine in the US isn't exactly what you think it is. There's a there's this huge bias uh, in Western medicine that natural medicines don't work. There's a history for this that many people don't understand, but nat modern naturopaths today, they do a lot of the same things that regular allopaths do. My and they are actually point, well accepted. My only point in highlighting what naturopathy and chiropractory was was to explain well, you have no idea you what not. it is. If you want yes, to I do. It. I have, okay, so I have an idea what it is. Natu what is naturopathy? Yes. What is it? It's a form of alternative medicine in nope. pseudo-scientific practices. <laughs> okay, but what, what, is it, what is it comprised of? I don't know what it's comprised of because I haven't studied okay, it. Okay, so you have no idea what it is, but you have no I know that it's a it. form of alternative medicine. Have you ever spoken to a naturopathic physician? Yes, I have. In the UK, or have you spoken to one in the US who is licensed he's, to he's international? But I spoke to him in the UK. And he's where actually, did he get his education? In in the US. Where? 
I don't know where, but it's okay. The so there's two kinds of naturopaths. This is actually one cause of confusion. There's the unaccredited schools. Look, I don't want to get into naturopathy. My only you don't point want to get was, into the schools because you don't know anything about it and you don't want to be. But proven. I don't want to know. What anything. I'm telling to you, what I'm telling you is, there's two kinds of naturopaths: one that's not accredited and one that's a physician. So that's the fact. Even and the ones that are physicians are not credited. So that's why I'm wondering if you've spoken MD. to them. They are accredited, but it's by the, it's called the U.S. Department of Education. Regular doctors, regular people. It's called the U.S. Department in, of in Education. So if you have an issue with that, you can take it up with them. Well, doctors, that's not true. I've spoken true. to plenty of MDs who see them as doctors. Have you spoken no. to an MD about this, or do you just get yes, your information from the internet? Yes, I have. Okay, great. They're yeah, not, they're, they're not I, seen I as medical doctors. They're not seen as medical doctors. Okay, but, but they, they can practice. As as they can practice as medical doctors in many states. So what you're saying is just incorrect. Okay, they also tend to adjust like baby spines and things and destroy it forever. They're allowed to do adjustments. So you think chiropractic medicine is completely useless? Yes. Okay, so that's your opinion, and I don't think we need no, to get into that. No, it's your opinion. I don't think we can get into that. Um, let's talk about the carnivore diet. So why did you go on the carnivore diet? Because I heard a lot about it and I'm looking at elimination and it made sense. So I went on to it. Now, yeah, that's a good point. So an elimination diet is very useful for people who have certain conditions. So were there any motivations such as any health issues that caused you to go on the diet? I mean, if you read my comment on your initial video, you would see that I have no I didn't read. I didn't read the vast majority of it. Okay, so that's why you're probably ignorant and you just take what you no, want to No, it's because based on your attitude, I just don't read comments from people with your well, attitude. Well, if you had read my comments... Because comment, it's lacking in scholarly, uh, the scholarly vibe, you, you know what I mean? If you read my comments, you would see... Well, I only, I only read people with a scholarly vibe, you know what I mean? So 13 years, man, and you speak like an internet follow, troll, it's pretty pathetic. You follow people with a scholarly vibe, but you discredit Rhonda Patrick. That makes sense. We can talk, yeah, we can talk about her because she's in the title of this video. <laughs> but let's and I just, didn't praise her, but... Okay, that yeah, you sense. did. Yeah, you did. You think she's hot? I, and you have you a crush on her. I think she's right, hot. So, so and I'm the troll. Yeah. Okay. Makes sense. Yeah. You're, you're being very credible right now. Let's, uh, well, you're being very triggered, and that's why I'm trying to steer the discussion so we can focus on a few at issues all. at a time. So, did you have any uh, medical reason to pursue this diet? No. Okay, and that's really important because I think carnivore diet is a for Michaela Peterson. Obviously, I mean. It's the only thing that ever worked for her. But the real issue is when perfectly healthy people like you, maybe there are other things that motivated you we should talk about, um, get on the diet and think it's like the best thing in the world and then write these essays and think that people like me are actually going to read them. When I've seen and heard people like you before, you know, your opinions on Western medicine are just very cookie cutter and very predictable. My comments, um, my comments on your video. So why don't you explain what those comments are? My comments helpful. were basically a direct response to things that you were saying in your video that were factually incorrect. Like such as? For example, you said that animal products are not the most nutrient dense foods. I never said that. You said something like that. Nope. <laughs> I think I think you were having a moment. Oh my God! You were man. trying to be funny. Okay, everybody, pay attention. So when you're amygdala, you also when said, your hind brain is firing like this, dude, you're not capable of seeing the facts. So you misinterpret everything people say. My video is extremely fair. So I'll just give you a recap. Which, I believe your reason why I'm not going on the carnivore diet is because I'm not sick and I'm perfectly, I'm almost perfectly healthy. There's things that I can improve for sure to get to the next level. But I strongly believe there is a difference between treating a disease with a diet no, your and exact going on quote long was, term. Your exact quote was, only fat, sick, and desperate people go on this diet. 
Yes, that was in the beginning. Yes. So people are overweight. So you did say that. People are overweight. Yes, there's, of course, people are overweight. But that, I, I didn't say anything about annual products not having, being nutrient-dense options. Said, then you said, quite directly, you said, uh, people on the carnivore diet believe that animal products are the most nutritionally right, dense. Right, right. So here's the and point you laughed with at that. It. Yes. And you and laughed at it. Yes, of course. So that's, and here's so why. So you did say that, yeah? I didn't say animal products aren't the most nutrient-dense foods. That's a little bit different than saying... That's a little bit different than laughing I, at people going not, on the diet Are you not insinuating that, that it isn't when you're saying carnivore dieters believe? Oh, no, not at all. That's not what I'm insinuating at all. No, that's a so, complete so, misinterpretation on your part. But they are the most nutritionally dense foods. Okay, that has nothing to do with what I said. That's your argument. That's a straw man. You said man. carnivore dieters believe. So a straw man argument. Let me, again, this is your I know what a straw man argument is. No, you is. don't. A straw man argument is when oh, you make up an argument that someone else said and try to refute it when they never made that argument. So I never made that argument at all. You want to know what my argument that. is? My Go argument was bro. that it's laughable. Isn't it? Well, I don't want to say it's laughable uh, because you know, obviously a lot of these people, they, um, they are desperate for solutions for their illnesses and so on. But to go on a diet or eat 100% animal products because you believe they're more nutrient dense. That is not a natural way of eating food that was never ever done by anyone except the confused modern individual who's been advertised. Wrong. So we, it's just not how we eat food. So there's a process by which we approach food in nature. And we don't usually think that way unless we needed to treat something like the Native what Americans. What does the diet of an original Homo sapien look like? It's extremely varied. Let's just finish this point and answer that question because that well, is an important question. Action, right? So what's one of the most important questions? That? Yeah, no, but I'm not talking about what is the natural diet as in the material you constituents. You just said that this isn't natural. So I'm asking you That's not what, what I said. What do they eat? Yes, That's you not did. what you I said. Just said nope. that 10 seconds ago. We'll we'll rewind this. We'll rewind this. That's not what I said at all. So here's what I said. What I said, and by the way, when you try to tell me what I said as if you know what I said better, it's a really weak debate tactic. So please try to pay attention to the facts. So what I said was that it's not a natural way of acquiring food. That's really one of the main points of stopping confused about health is it's the way that confused. I'm talking about the acquisition of food, not the food stuffs that are put into your mouth and digested. You mean like eating a lamp? I'm talking about deciding what is food and what is not food, which is something that all all species do, right? And the process that you're using that you're overly attached to is a logical process that quite frankly is is abnormal it's abnormal and it's leading to a lot of confusion so that's what i meant there and so the idea that these foods are nutrient dense that's a really not a good way of trying to approach nutrition at all it's a it's an objective way and there is a place for it especially with disease applications but when perfectly healthy people like you although i'm not sure if you're perfectly healthy mentally and when perfectly healthy people like you go on these diets and support them with this logic that's when you have a religion and your behavior right now, you know, your religion's being attacked. It's just very, very predictable for people on this diet. So does that make sense now? It makes perfect sense, but you're confused about a couple of things. One, I'm not religious about the carnivore diet. My yes, comments on your video would have proven that because I'm not on the carnivore <laughs> diet right now. I've done it for you five months. You just said you were on it since July, dude. You can't I said just I back was on it from July okay. and I've posted so something that has changed. I have posted your video in the comments section for people to check up on what I said exactly because you failed to read what I said. And I've said I've never been sick. I've never been sick, even yes. pre-carnivore. Right, right. You did not have any autoimmune disease or any, any nope. such thing. Forget what autoimmune really disease is. I don't even get the cold. Okay. Okay, so I don't... 
And that, that begs the question is then why, you talk about why are you kind of convinced that, that this is the way to go? Because I feel it is natural. I okay. Think it is natural. So how do you define the carnivore diet? Because some people have different definitions. There's a strict one where you eat only animal products and water. Then there's a little less strict version where you might allow 1% variation and allow various dairy products into your diet, like milk, cheese, yogurt, things of that nature. Uh, but I don't take, I don't consume any plant products. I did for the first month take in uh, MCT oils from Brain Octane, but I didn't take in any other plant products other than that. Now I do take in some onions maybe, but I still keep it keto, garlic and ginger. Those okay. are the only vegetables that I allow. But like I said, I'm not carnivore anymore. Well, you just brought that up now, but it doesn't matter what you're on now. If you had really read my comments, if you had done your research, well, I'm not going to read your already. comments. I'm not going to read your comments because you have no idea what you're talking about. So it's a waste it of my time. You two minutes. But this debate is is you not a waste of my time because then other people can obviously benefit. So let's again talk about what is the natural diet of Homo sapiens. I think that was a good question you brought up. What, why do you feel the carnivore diet? You know, and I'm assuming. So you mean a hundred percent meat diet? You feel like that is a natural diet for Homo sapiens? Not 100% meat, but there's nothing wrong with the carnivore diet. My my comments on your video were not about proposing the carnivore diet as being the best diet or anything like that. I was just pointing out the things that you were saying out that were factually incorrect. Okay, so you want to answer the question or? Well, repeat your question. What's the natural diet for Homo sapiens? I would say it would be something keto or paleo style. Okay, so but what is paleo though? The paleo diet has evolved quite a bit since um, Lauren Cordain wrote his book. It would be it would be meats, it would be vegetables, it wouldn't be anything that's processed or unnatural. Like lettuce, be, lettuce is natural. I don't know about you mean lettuce. Yeah, like iceberg lettuce. Is this a natural diet for Homo sapiens? No. Okay, so then what do you mean by paleo being natural? So bacon, eating bacon, is this natural? Sure, sure, you can eat bacon. It's okay, just, so, uh, so in the quantities that people eat them on the diet and then being in fanatics paleo about or keto, it, is that natural? People eat them paleo. Before. Talking about paleo. I don't know how, how much bacon someone on paleo... People eat a lot of bacon. There's a video of Rich Froning years ago. He wrapped sausages around uh, bacon around these sausages. And that was he called that dessert with barbecue sauce. So that's not a natural diet. It's actually completely... It's just for confused people. That's not how paleo people ate. There's plenty of studies that paleo people, such as the well, Hadza, unless, were actually on a 70% plant-based diet. Unless he was having some vegetables with yeah, that. Yeah, I mean, barbecue sauce keto. has garlic and onions sometimes. So it's, it's uh, technically... I don't know what Rich Froning did. I don't know how he does it, but he's not a proponent or the poster boy for paleo. Right, right. But he's a CrossFit. So just, and so CrossFit and keto have actually married each other. And that's it became very popular in the CrossFit I'm not community. a proponent of CrossFit either. I think that's for retards. Sure. It doesn't matter what it is. And please, this is a scholarly discussion. So try to try to watch your language here. This isn't for two year olds on the internet where you hang out. So the yeah, paleo two, diet two and the, on the, the keto community, like retard, the CrossFit and keto community have merged. And so what I'm telling you is that the paleo diet as it is practiced is not natural at all. It's way too heavy in meats. There's an ideology. Um, it's very much afraid of insulin and carbohydrates. Um, there's plenty of studies looking at this. I would look up the Hadza, the Hadza, H-A-D-Z-A. They actually ate a lot of plants. There's a lot of evidence for it. So really the question here is, let's ask a more specific question. Why do you feel that, you know, avoiding plants on the carnivore diet is a good idea? I never said it was a good idea. 
Okay, so then why do you think it's not a good? It's not that it's not a good idea. I never said it was a good idea. Or it wasn't a good idea. I said it was. Okay, a good so idea what are your views on elimination? I said do so, it if you have no problem. Okay, with so it. an elimination diet from the perspective of a naturopathic doctor is to treat an illness. So what what is your goal on going on an elimination diet? If you said you've never been sick in your life, at least recently, it it was self experimentation. It was to okay, see whether cool. what that's people cool. say is true. You know, things like lack of vitamin C. You would get scurvy within three or four months. Uh, you need carbohydrates to function. I don't, nobody ever said that. That's a that's also a straw nobody, man argument. Nobody, nobody ever it's said been that. known for over a hundred years. You don't get scurvy on an all meat diet. Okay, it's been known for over a hundred years. No one ever said case, that you'll get that scurvy on the carnivore diet. Nobody that, ever said that. That's a straw why, man argument. Why is so everybody listen up. This, these are the types of arguments that infect people's brains. They're like, oh, you know, scurvy. People think you're going to get scurvy on the diet. Let me just go on the diet to try it out. Nobody ever, ever said that to my knowledge. Certainly people think if you don't get vitamin C, you'll get scurvy. But it's been known. It's been known for a while. So why did um, Eric Berg say in a video less than six months ago? I don't, I'll have to see that video, but since you, you just said, really, you since said you clearly no can't understand it. anything I say in my videos, why would I trust your judgment? What, you what just Eric said, said, no one has ever you said, said naturopaths aren't doctors. You don't even understand the laws. Can here. you stay on topic US. for a second? Let me speak. Okay. You're you the just one who's said, not on topic, dude. You just said that nobody has ever said you don't get scurvy from an all meat diet. Yeah, it's a straw bullshit. man argument. It's a straw That's man bullshit. argument. And I just said Dr. Eric Berg said it less than six months ago. Yeah, and you'll, I'll have to see that video. All you have to do I'll is... Have to see that video. I'm happy to be proven wrong if I see Dr. that video. Dr. Eric Berg, well, my perspective. first video on it was one of the main concerns of people going on a carnivore diet is the risk of low vitamin C and scurvy. He says okay. it right there. Okay, if many, he said that, many I'll have videos to look into this. that. Vegan Gains mentioned this. Dr. Rhonda okay, Patrick mentioned this on JRE. You just said no one says it. I just named you three people. Yeah, from my perspective, um, I think it's well known. You mean known. your version of the truth? Okay. Well, you said, if that no, means you said no one has yes, said it. From I've my, from my version, people. from my current understanding, which now is being broaded, like maybe me? there's people who believed in that myth. Whatever the case, it's not no, a reason to go on the carnivore diet. It is that not a reason to go on the carnivore diet. That was but anyway, let's tell me the results of your experiment. It's not mainstream. It's not that was I'm, one see, of the I'm mainstream views on why I'm you should go against the carnivore diet. So I'm not it's mainstream and I'm still not on the carnivore diet. So that's the biggest important. That's it's the biggest very point different to you saying no one believes it for the last 100 years when that was the mainstream sort of counter argument to the carnivore diet. So um, I have no, 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 no. Just because you cite three would people you, would doesn't you like mean me it's to, the mainstream Would you argument. like me to link it? Would you like me to link it to you? Yeah, but it's not the mainstream argument against carnivore diet. Um, it doesn't matter if it is or isn't. So let's talk about why did you quit no, the just, carnivore I'm just diet? Pointing out such that a good you just diet. make statements without knowing what you're talking about. Well, at least I've only made one, and you've made pretty much every one of your statements. You have no idea what you're talking about. So, Give me an and, example and you started that. You started that from the very beginning. Dude. Give me an example of one statement I've made that was incorrect. You started that from the very beginning of this talk. Not understanding what naturopaths are talking to someone who knows much more. I'll link than it in the chat. Here's Doctor Eric Berg. Yeah, you can please, chat. please link in the chat. But it doesn't, it doesn't matter. No one cares. I'm asking no you cares. to give. We're one here to talk about the carnivore diet. One statement that I said that was incorrect. One okay, statement so, that I gave that was incorrect. Do you want to? No, no, no. A lot of statements you've made have been incorrect. Give me such one. As the the debate, for example, the beginning of the debate. I challenged you to the debate. So no, you didn't. 
Oh, wait. Okay. Here you said, I will debate you. Oh, that was my pinned comment because I actually had it before then. So anyway, yeah. let's talk about, because you have a hard time focusing and I'm wondering if it's your diet. So why did you get off the carnivore diet after a few months? Because I'm cheating December. I'm treating December as a cheat month while I go back on to doing what I do in January. Okay. And why? what motivated you to do that? To do what? To cheat or to carnivore? Whatever you want to call it, to temporarily uh, leave the carnivore diet. I wanted... I wanted to get rid of any sort of uh, cravings or things I might miss when I try carnivore and keto long term. Okay, so you kind of want to give yourself a taste of onions. Mm -hmm. Okay, okay. And so, how did you feel for you know uh, your first few months on a carnivore diet? Fantastic. I was a skeptic before I went into it. I was a keto paleo before that. I sometimes eat, you know, used to eat rice, so I wasn't fully paleo. So before I went on to the carnivore diet, I was very skeptical about it. I didn't believe in all the benefits that I was reading about. So that's why I thought I'd test it for myself. So um, how did your health change specifically besides amazing um, on the diet? More energy, more focus, uh, more satiation, less hunger. Okay. And do you, are you physically active? Very. I train, I train five to six days a week. Okay, and how has your energy changed as a result of the diet? Like I said, I'm more energetic. I have more energy. So what kinds of workouts do you do? I do powerlifting. I do hill sprints. I do Muay Thai. I do daily uh, HIT and kettlebell like uh, plyometrics. Okay, so if you, it's very similar to kind of my style. It's what I've done for over 10 years. I mean, no, if I you saw videos of you struggling with like 225 pounds clean. It's not the same. I was doing that when well, I was 17. Yeah, no, I mean, I deadlifted 425 at 160. I mean, it's not bad numbers. Um, but yeah, my, according I, to you, sure. I so 225 as a clean was, ago. yeah, but the clean was some like, that was literally like my first attempt doing cleans. Like I wasn't training cleans at all. I was just doing. Yeah, but don't compare your training to mine. Like I'm a competitive, I used to be a competitive powerlifter. And, well, and I didn't say I was a competitive powerlifter, but I trained. Yeah, but don't compare it to mine is what I'm saying. It's not the well, same. Well, it is because it's the anaerobic energy system. <laughs> and the reason why that's important is because. Your one's very basic and not advanced compared to what I do. You don't know my training. This, this is an example of you I've not knowing what you're talking about. And so when it comes to when it comes to being educated and being scholarly, like you really have to ask questions all the time. And so what this man is doing is he's not asking any questions. He thinks he understands what's going on. He saw a video of my clean, but ignores the squat and the deadlift from years ago and doesn't understand basic energy systems. They're low for me anyway. So let me explain to you why. I mean, yeah, they're not high for me either because I was in a, I was training my vertical jump. All I'm saying is 40. don't compare what you're doing right? to what I'm doing. End of story. I, well, I will because it's the anaerobic energy system. It's not the I same. do all kinds of plyometrics. I could probably laugh at your vertical jump and compare it to mine. It's not about who's stronger than the other. It's the fact that it's the anaerobic energy system. And the anaerobic energy system, there's this belief that it doesn't require any carbohydrates. You just burn creatine phosphate and therefore you can do perfectly fine on a zero carbohydrate diet. And True. I strongly dispute that because I believe oh, an inevitable consequence really is the overtrading syndrome, the OTS, which is well studied in the literature. So if this man doesn't develop that on this diet long term, um, then I would be surprised. So for me, it took me a couple of years, a few years, and I was eating carbs, but I also went on the low carb diet. Anyway, we're a little bit off. What do you measure in? Do you measure in pounds or do you measure in uh, kilograms? How do you measure? 
Measure what? Like measure food. How do you measure it? Pounds, kilos? So what's, I don't, I don't measure food. I eat intuitively. Okay, but what measurements would you understand if I was to say a pound or a kilo of meat? I think, uh, I don't know, because I don't measure food. Like it's Okay, if you're, eating, if you're eating two to three pounds of meat a day. Yeah, I understand that. Steak. Do you, do you understand how much protein? Four to six pounds. Do you understand how much protein that is? Um, let me let me guess. Probably a hundred. That's probably like three hundred, four hundred grams. Three hundred to four hundred grams. Yeah. And can the human body absorb all of that and make it bioavailable for you? Uh, I don't know. No, it can't. It's near enough impossible unless you weigh like a thousand pounds. Yeah. So I don't, what happens? I don't think, what what happens does it mean to be excess, bioavailable anyway? Yeah. Go go ahead. Go ahead. What happens with the excess protein? Um, it gets recycled, used for other purposes. It gets turned into carbohydrates into in the liver. Not all of it. Come on, yes. dude. The Come excess, on. Are you serious? I said, I what said kind of studies excess. have you done? <laughs> I said the excess. The excess. It's called no, gluconeogenesis. It, it, it forms all kinds gets of turned into all carbohydrates. Of proteins in the body that are being used for all kinds of things all the time. So the protein that you're consuming in excess from a carnivore diet will be turned into carbohydrates when needed. Some of, it, yes. Some of it, yes. Some of it, yes. So it's not a zero carb diet. You just consume zero carbs. That's the difference. And that's what you're ignorant on. Yeah, I mean, what I would like to see is, you know, how Again, much if can you that want links, offset the zero carbohydrate diet? If you want links to this information or the yeah, research I think what'll it, be good I'll is, be more than happy to provide. A, after this talk, take a couple of links. I'll post it in the show notes. I'll just do a little blog post and I'll say, this guy cited this, this, and this, and I cited I this and that. This is something, uh, it's pretty well known. I didn't Dr. say Randa, say, I said Dr. Randa Patrick has I said it. Sight. Thomas DeLauer has said it. More than one person. Well, who listens to Thomas DeLauer, man? Come on. Thomas over a million DeLauer. people. Over a million idiots, dude. <laughs> How many people listen to you? It doesn't matter. If I wanted people to listen to me, I would talk exactly about the things you're talking about. But you just I talk said, about who listens that... to Thomas DeLauer? I said a million people. Right. It's very easy. It's very easy to get attention from people who are trying to lose weight. It's very, my very point, easy. My point being, like, I could do that people, overnight. Reputable people. Thomas Lawler is not health, a reputable person. In health and diet. He makes up facts to sell bone broth. So someone actually asked me the other day what I think of Dr. Eric Berg and Dr. Axe on her video. And the, see, what people don't realize about the internet is it relies on marketing. You have to sell yourself. It's not academic. It's non-academic. That's why people like you have the views they do. Because they Look, fall sorry, for I'm gonna, I'm just going to go back onto point. Your point was that you have no carbohydrates in your system, so you can't function. Right, and so what I said was, and here's and my, my question. Argument, my yes, 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 yes. And here's my question. Yeah, right, right. So here's my question. What we don't really know is how much that offsets not getting carbohydrates. Because carbohydrates are a potent anti-stressor. So for people who are on a zero carb diet and doing stressful anaerobic workouts like both of us do, it's very taxing to the central nervous system. And there are studies that show that carbohydrates reduce inflammation after a very intense workouts. So what I have yet to see is if people can do this long term. There's plenty of people like you doing it since July. We're talking about the Frank Tufanos, the five plus six plus year people doing it. What is their health like? That's are, why this is a huge science experiment. For over 20 years. There are, there are about it. a handful of people, yes. if not fewer with than zero, that, who've done it for zero that long. Effects. Zero and there's effects. also people who've done the raw vegan diet who've claimed to for 20 plus years. It's a very small, small number, minuscule. So really, this, this uh, I'd like to make an important point here, and you can share your thoughts. But 
every, with every intervention, no matter what it is, this is actually a fundamental truth I talk about in, in how to stop being confused about health and on this channel is there's a bell curve. So there's positive responders, there's negative responders. So there's, there's gonna be people who can't last even a day who get extremely sick. And there is going to be one or two people who can last you know, 20 years on the diet. And maybe there's adaptations they've made. And I think it would be, be very an example interesting. example of anyone who's been sick from the carnivore diet within the There day. are people who've commented on my channel who've been sick. You'll find plenty of people on Reddit who report being cold, the typical hypometabolic states. I got cold. We see. Right, right. And so for some people, it's a hypometabolic state, but not for everyone. But why I do, do you, Why do you get cold? Do you know? Well, a lot of people get cold due to a lowered metabolism. Okay. There you go. And Simple as. Yes, and long term, this is very dangerous to your health. It's going to lower if your thyroid. If you're sedentary, if you're sedentary and you're not constantly digesting or metabolizing food, your metabolism will decrease and you will be colder. Yes, I'm not disagreeing with that. If you're moving around, cold isn't an issue. I found no, that um, fasting and carnivore diets. Nowhere has anyone suffered any ill effects from being slightly colder or feeling colder from the carnivore diet. Well, it's not just from the carnivore diet. It's really from any form of stress. So we're, excessive we're starvation, excessive starvation shuts down the metabolism due to a decline in T3. Okay. So this is manifested with a lower and body what is temperature. excessive starvation for you? It doesn't as well, until those effects start to become apparent. That's when the, there's deleterious consequences. So no, the lowered body temperature you, shuts down all kinds of functions in the body, shuts down digestion. That's why a lot of people have digestion issues every period of time on any diet, because you need that digestive fire. You need metabolic fire. So being cold on the diet, um, if it's due to hypometabolic states is actually very dangerous. It will reduce your lifespan. Most certainly, it'll cause brain fog, all kinds of issues. But, um, and I actually just went on Reddit talk, looking for these posts and there's numerous posts, just go to our keto type in feeling cold, numerous posts. People have no idea what's going on that they're really hurting themselves. Um, but that, but that's not, that's, uh, that can take longer to happen. So for, for, the, for you with your workouts, rigorous workouts, it might happen, it might not, maybe you'll go 20 years. I, I don't think you will. Um, but there are, but the point is there's a bell curve. Okay. Some people will do well. We have yet to see how people will do well long periods of time. So I think it's very curious. You've been on this since July and you've already quit for whatever I've reason. I've been on carnivore since July. I've been on keto paleo since about 2013 on and Okay. To that five years. So were you, what would you say your carb intake has been for since 2013? Like I said, it's on and off. I have cheat, for example, during the Christmas sort of uh, two weeks, Christmas to New Year's, I always cheat. So I'll eat heavy carbs some days, you know, um, on cheat. I might have a cheat day once every two months, once every month, where I will eat very, very heavy carbs. You'll find people in this chat who know what I eat like. And I can go through tons of rice, potatoes or whatever quite easily. But I yeah, have that's good. Strict. I think that's a good idea because, and that's where cyclic keto kind of evolved because people but realized they felt like shit eating a 100% keto diet and then they started going cyclic. And so when you eat intuitively, you realize after, exactly after what you realize. After the first two, three weeks, after the first two, three weeks of going carnivore, I have never, ever felt better in my life. And I'm 30 years old, okay? And I used to compete uh, powerlifting. So May. did you see how you eating. just changed the subject though? What was your subject? Okay, so I'm, I was just finishing my thoughts on how people are going cyclic keto. And so what you just did is change the subject to, to win the argument. 
which shows that I'm not trying feel... to win an argument. I'm just telling you. Well, how I'm I telling feel you, you are. What you're incorrect I'm, about. I've been debating people for over my entire life, including my parents. So I'm very familiar with these strategies. I'm just pointing out that you you didn't let me finish and went on to try to win a different argument. You know, you could win. So my point is that people cyclic keto evolved because people realized keto advice failed them that they couldn't subsist on a 0% carb diet for a very long period of time, even with your, your protein argument gets recycled in the liver. This is the type of logical argument that harms people because it's not based on how you're actually feeling. So what I'm particularly curious about is when you say you actually do feel amazing because I actually listen to that, such as when Michaela Peterson says that she felt positive emotions after being depressed her whole life, her family lineage has depression, so we can talk a bit more of that. But my point is, I think it's good that you're actually, you give yourself those carbs. Because I think the whole, like, Gary Tobes is the one who's responsible for suggesting we don't need carbohydrates. He had a chapter in his book titled, there's, there's a I think it was literally titled Carbohydrates Aren't Necessary or something like that. But after no, that, Gary Tobes went, is anti-sugar, not he became anti-carbs later, but he's not the proponent for that. Well, I actually read his book. It's, it's hundreds of pages long. And he has a chapter called, he, he's the original person who created the idea that carbohydrates aren't an essential nutrient. I believe that was really, really the idea. The chapter wasn't sugar is an essential nutrient. The chapter was carbs aren't. So people took that idea and just went running with it because they were fascinated, just like you, about experimenting. And I was also an experimenter. I liked, I strongly advocate everyone experiment. But when we become dogmatic about these ideas, that's when we can land ourselves into trouble, get a cold uh, hands and feet and slower metabolism and so There's on. There's nothing wrong with cold hands and feet. It's not going to kill you. It, it can. It certainly can kill you. Yes. But you're um, saying cold hands and feet can kill people. If you're on a diet for a long period of time and your metabolism is slowing down, you are closer, What's to, the, long period closer of time? to death. Um, it depends on how what the factors in your lifestyle that would contribute to experiencing the hypometabolic state. So for some people, months? it's for some, for some people it's a month. Especially, I think women are more prone to stress from intermittent so fasting. Can you find for, me one case of someone who's died from you know cold hands and feet after a month? Well, it's not cold hands and feet. It's called hypothyroidism, and I've actually seen it in the clinic. Hypothyroidism myself. isn't the same as cold hands and feet but it's related to it. Okay. We're not talking about the same. It's hypothyroidism it is not related to cold hands and feet. Oh yes. It the, is. It's not the same cold hands and feet you get from fasting or a keto diet. Well, that's what I'm saying. You actually, you in many you cases, it actually hypothyroidism. is. If you have so a case, many people are if you have right a hypothyroid, now, if you have a hypothyroid, there are many people on keto who are becoming hypothyroid, like as we speak. So I don't know what you're no, talking about. No, 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 no. These yep. people have a hypothyroid already, but the effects of hypothyroidism is more prevalent after they go into keto because they don't recognize the symptoms. It's very different to developing hypothyroidism from going keto. Well, you can get, like I said, you can get it from literally any diet. It doesn't really have anything to do with keto, but keto can make it really bad but because claiming... carbohydrates can increase T3. Okay. So it's actually a huge debate in One the local community. About one point about your rant about cyclic keto i didn't go cyclic keto intentionally it wasn't because of any health benefits it was because i enjoyed cheat days and right but you enjoy cheat two, days because you can't survive on a 100 keto diet so it is for no no, no i could survive on it no it you can't more, you yes, can't can. do it and prove it then talk to me after a year without cheating okay you can't do I, it i cheated you can't because do it because I your body to, tells you because to I eat that stuff. cheat days 
you enjoy it because your body tells you and you're listening to your yeah, body yeah, my, and my eating body intuitively. Told me to eat the full pizza. That's that's what it did. Okay, my that body. doesn't contradict anything I said. Yeah, that's what my body is. It's because I can't handle it. And secondly, you said you know of a woman who has died after one month of cold hands and feet. That's not what I said at all. I yes, said, yes. you asked me, how long does it take to get these hypermetabolic states? And so the answer is that it depends on all the factors in your lifestyle. So if you have a very stressful lifestyle or you're more prone to stress or you're a woman and you're more prone to cold hands and feet, you'll get it faster. But it's not always cold hands and feet. It can be dry skin, hair falling out, all kinds of things. But typically this is measured with a body temperature. Um, so just take a thermometer, put it under your tongue. It's below 98, especially during the middle of the day. Um, you may have you may have this problem, especially if you've been on a diet for a long period of time. So uh, I do believe there may be alternate mechanisms for people getting colder on the carnivore diet, but I do believe I this is one of the main reasons that I uh, suspect. Um, but it might also just have to do with caloric restriction, right? But even without caloric restriction. So I had someone comment on the channel the other day. Uh, they did everything right and they still feel bad. And what do people say? They say, oh, it's just the keto flu. There's all these beliefs, right? So you have all these beliefs about the diet. And what's really important is you always focus on what's going to take your health to the next level. That's the number one question everyone should ask. So if you truly feel that carnivore diet makes you feel amazing, good for you. Um, but I just think we don't really have enough information yet to suggest that, especially with your workout habits, my workout habits, that you can maintain it long term, that you'd get enough carbohydrates. You don't need the carbohydrates. Um, let's see. What's a well? You obviously do because that's why you cheated on the diet. But I don't want to use the word cheat. It's more like it you're giving your body it was a what cycle, you need. And it was it was like uh, it wasn't cheating per se. It was like I'm gonna do keto for three to six months. Then I'm gonna go back to eating whatever I want. That's yeah, what and it so how is that cheating? I mean, you literally said it was cheating. And these are your own words. It's like, um, it's like I cheating. Don't call it, when, when I don't, I don't eat, call it cheating. Because when I don't, I don't think eat you clean, when I don't eat clean, if I have some alcohol, yeah, you know, eating clean is nonsense. If I have so, some alcohol or if I have some sugar or if I want some cake on someone's birthday, I call that cheating. That is cheating to me. Right. To you said you were cheating in December by eating onions, dude. Not just onions. I said okay, I right. eat onions. But you said you cheated. Now you're saying you're not. For example, if. I wanted a burger the other day, so I had a burger. You're just no, full no, no, of contradictions. No. I said I'm cheating during December. You asked me why I'm no longer on carnivore, and I explained to you why. Right, but it doesn't. You're just wasting I didn't say your time over semantics, man. You said before you would eat carbs, heavy carbs, once a month. Whether you want to call yes. it cheating or not, it doesn't matter what the hell you want to call it. The fact is that your body is telling you that you need something that you're not getting from your diet, and that's why no. we need carbohydrates. It's me telling my body. It's me saying to myself, your, after a month a or two of mechanisms or three, that we don't know yet. After a month something. or two or three of keto or of this particular diet, that's what you think it is. I'm going but to I, celebrate on this okay. day. Here's why so you're I disagree. Me, Here's you're why I disagree. If I decide, if I decide in March, in March, I'm going to finish two months of pure keto and then I'm going to celebrate and have like say rice and pizza and shit. That's my body telling me and not me. Yes, and here's why, because I haven't, I just don't meet people who can maintain these diets for long periods of time. You see all these YouTube videos, oh, I did the carnivore diet for five weeks. You don't you don't see a lot of Frank Tufanos, okay, who've been doing it for six years. And I believe it's because their bodies are telling them to quit for physiologic reasons to maintain health. Have you been health. to the Reddit for carnivore and zero carb? 
Um, occasionally, yeah, I was on Arquito yesterday, but I don't, I don't spend a lot of time on those forums because you know I, I have my diet. I'm happy with it. You know, I'm not looking for advice on. Do you believe carb. just because there's not people on YouTube shouting about it that there's not more people doing it? Well, I mean, there's a lot of confused people on Reddit zero carb, and so you, you were going to educate me on my. But why did you bring that up though? Because you're saying there's not a lot of people that do it long term, except for Frank Tufano on YouTube. Maybe it's because not a lot of people. Yeah, I said I, I said I don't meet a lot of people who do it and cannot give in to carbohydrates. But I didn't say there's none. Well, th well, there's thousands on. Um, yeah, I haven't the seen carnivore, that. The carnivore Reddit. Well, that, that's why that can be proven. So I mean, you kind of have to just you have to see it. Do, maybe do a study. It'd be great to see these studies done. It's, it's you, I don't trust anything on Reddit. You know, that's not my standard of of evidence. So my go to. You, you're the type of person who follows Thomas DeLawler. You said he studied for 13 years, and that basically means living on the internet. I would rather listen to his advice. When I educate myself, I read journal articles. I obtain the full text. I talk to professors, so on and so forth. And it's it's a very d determined, Why do you dedicated assume process. That I don't? Why do you assume that I don't? Because if you did, you would know that Thomas DeLawler isn't a scholar that you would trust. I didn't um, say he was. I'm saying he's someone you, that I would. You've said to he was you. a trustworthy person that, and that you basically use an appeal to authority because do millions I trust of people. That he couldn't. went from 300 pounds to an international fitness model. Yes, I do. That's a straw man. So, so are you saying he didn't do you that? You said earlier that he has millions of views or whatever. That's why we he should has trust him. Subscribers. That is an appeal to authority. It is a logical fallacy. <laughs> that is not how you get information. No, no, no. The reason why I'm it doesn't matter if 99 people in the room are full of, he was full well of nonsense. Known. Yeah, that doesn't prove anything he says true, though. He sells weight loss advice. It's easy. It's very, very easy. It's reproducible. And Thomas DeLawler has had success it. because he cites science, and it's literally pseudoscience, because he doesn't cite any studies. He just says, oh, yeah. Oh yeah, you need you need this nutrient for this. Get my bone broth. And he totally sold out. I actually liked him more in the old days. But you know, you could show me any video he has, and I can you know find some flaws with it from from a science perspective. So he um, cites his research on near enough every single I've video. Watched, I haven't seen him cite a single study in any of his videos. I'm, I'm looking through my history right now because I linked one to someone yesterday. Yeah, I mean, I watched this video on adrenal fatigue. I watched this video on on the liver, and I don't watch him often, but it's like I've never seen it. Whereas in my videos, if you check out my 40-minute video, Cresser versus Khan, I mean, it, there's so many references on the on the screen. Or even Dr. Michael Greger, the uh, vegan vegan zealot, you know, he cites studies. I respect that. You know, I like his videos when he talks about lentils being good for you. I lentils don't disagree with that. You think lentils are bad for you? Uh, Let me guess, lectins? Yep, yeah, definitely. Oh, yeah. I, like, to, I like lentils. I, I, I had right. lentils like, recently. Okay, so why are they bad? Because of the lectins, like you just mentioned. Right, and why why are lectins bad? Because they're anti-nutrients. And what is the effect of consuming lectins? They make me feel fogged down. Okay, I haven't, okay. I haven't, I haven't met anyone who consumes heavy amount of beans or any sort of pulses who doesn't feel fogged down or has like you know digestive issues. Right, that's important. More, um, more often than not. That's why I don't like them. So I think that you bad. did you soak them properly and everything? Yes. Okay. So then maybe you're specifically, sensitive to it. I'm not sensitive to it. Specifically, I can eat like literally a kilo yes, of are. lentils with no problems. But it's I not, don't it's know. Not, anyone. It's not degrading, by the way, to say you're sensitive to lentils. If there's something called food sensitivities, it's not like an insult. Okay. So I you're know, sensitive to it. But I'm not, I know I'm not okay, sensitive, but you're sensitive to it because to I've lentils. had key. 
I have had kilos of it myself, but they're not as good for you as other you, things. Okay, but what I'm saying is you've had some symptoms and that's how you kind of use the intuition to eat. I mean, it's not, that's not even intuition. You just feel bloated or whatever, have, have issues. You said you feel foggy, if I remember correctly. That was like 30 seconds ago. Yep. So that's called, that may be a food sensitivity, right? And it's something you could get tested, but you don't really need to because you know the answer. Now, you know, in India, people eat lentils all the time. Dal, dal is very good for you. I've never had those issues and it might just be genetics. It might be epigenetic. Maybe my, I evolved to be able to digest lentils. But what is true is that they're always soaked. They're always, they always have to be soaked um, is very important. Uh, beans, I've eaten beans. I don't usually get issues from beans. But if other people do, that's great. Um, to suggest that lectins are universally bad for everyone is not based in any, any facts at all. But I think Dr. Gundry's book, Plant Paradox, brought up some very interesting arguments, probably the strongest argument out there. Have you ever completely cut out lentils and vegetables and things like that out of your diet for a long period of time? I would say when I was paleo, I would just eat meat, brown rice, and eggs. But brown rice contained some... Oh, yep. no, well, I did keto. Yeah, I did. I did keto before. I did for keto. how long? I did it for two weeks each time because... I, that's all, all I could last. I felt so horrible. So okay. um, they say you need to go further to get into the adaptation, yes. but I literally just felt so bad. My workout suffered. I did not want to continue. Um, I'll share a really funny story. One of one of my one of one student of mine in class. She tried keto. Eight days later, her face went from a cherubic red to just ashen, completely ashen, zero personality. This is what I talked about yesterday. How do you know when it's time to break a fast? For me, it's like if my personality is starting to decline, then that's a sign that I'm just not, I'm just not vital. You know what it I mean? It sounds so, like the way you were doing keto and she was doing keto was incorrect and probably not taking in enough high quality fats or MCTs. I mean, I was eating uh, just meat and plenty of fat. I was go probably going for a higher fat because I was very well aware that you need fat, obviously, to do keto. And I did it once as a vegan, right? Tons of avocados and once just as a more of a carnivore, as a complete carnivore, actually. I barely ate any peanut butter. So both times it was just, uh, it felt very similar. When you no matter say what. as a carnivore, what were you eating? I was, I mean, it was so long ago, but I was just eating meat, just meat, fat, butter, just tons of meat. When you say meat, um, it could mean anything. It could mean you're eating lean steak. Rump. It could be no, meat. No, dude, come on, man. I you you can clearly see. Uh, you know, I I know I know the basics of keto. It's like it's not like I was eating a rabbit meat with zero percent. Were you fat. eating any organ meats? Um. Well, organ meats don't have a lot of fat. I was just eating steaks, like a lot of steak. Um. Definitely getting some fat from butter. Well, there's a difference between you eating um, four rump steaks a day or you eating four ribeyes a day. Well, I wasn't eating four ribeyes a day or four rump steaks. I was combining things. And that's, that's my point. My point is like, what kind of meat were you eating? If you were eating lean meat, then it doesn't have I don't know, but it. It, it doesn't matter. I mean, both times I felt the same, this exact same. Felt slower. You know, walking, I felt slower. My workouts, I couldn't you, work out anymore. If you so were eating ribeyes, if you were eating ribeyes and if you were eating organ meat and you were adding MCTs, then you wouldn't have felt that way is my point. So you would yeah, that's wrong. that's um, a common assertion. I hear it all the time. Because I did it wrong too. I, I, I know because I did it wrong. That. I did it wrong, and what I did was I increased the fats. I changed up the meats. I added organ meats, and it was very different. That's why I'm telling yeah, you. Yeah, I mean, I eat wrong. I eat organ meats every now and then. I eat some liver here and there. Um, but going still, when I'm not getting any carbohydrates, it just it just doesn't work out. It doesn't matter what I'm eating, even if I'm just eating 
liver, liver. I get the same exact feeling every single time. It's a feeling of slowness and that's, that's the worst feeling. And then I get more carb cravings later when I eat carbs, I feel great. Excuse me. I function it's, it's really, because really you're well. Used to carbs. It's very, it's quite simple. You're used to carbs. Your body well, has cut not them known. out. I cut them out for a long period of time and I just, it just didn't really. You said the longest you've lasted on keto was two or three weeks. No, that's two weeks, but I did low carb. I did that for a couple of years where I just yeah, did very low carb. So your, but my body was not fat adapted and not used to carbs for at least four or five weeks and until I first started it, which was back in 2013, because I was addicted to carbs too. Yeah, Do I mean, there's no objective torture. criteria for being fat adapted. So what I, my point is, you did not go long enough without carbs to it's give it It's a common assertion. That's what I'm saying. Everybody says the same thing. Oh, you got the keto flu because you didn't do electrolytes. Oh, you just have to push through it, this and that. Just keep killing yourself and lowering your metabolism. It's not really I killing did, yourself. I did low you carb, think it's killing yourself, carb, just I fat for about two years. So I think if I were to get fat adapted, it obviously would have happened. And I did do these arguments are very, very old. They've been around for a very long time and I've, I've tried them out. It just doesn't work for me. There's nothing wrong. Well, why don't we, we have about 15 minutes here um, today. Why don't we, why don't you pick a few questions you want to talk about? Maybe we can talk about what do you think about carbohydrates? Like you, mentioned, you mentioned testosterone in your carnivore video. Okay. Do you remember what you said? Yeah, I think I talked about Sean Baker's uh, hypogonadal levels. Yeah. Yeah. And you didn't read my response to that, no? No. Okay. That was his first blood test after a day of competing. He uploaded another blood test recently, I think the last month or two, which shows it's way above normal. So what you is were completely it? wrong about testosterone. No, I don't remember the exact numbers. I don't remember the exact number. Well, I'll check it out. I'll check it out. I'll do another video, but he might have fixed a few other things as well. But he also clearly said that he measured his testosterone again a couple days after the 237 measurement, and it was about the same. That's what he said on Rob Wolf's podcast. And it's it's in his blog post as well. So okay. really the concern that brought up is, is that, and when I made that video, I never said the carnivore diet was the reason, but it's a major suspected reason. You know, anyone who's exercising that much and is on a zero carb diet is going to experience their, their stress. Let me just finish this thought. This is really important. Their stress level is going to be through the roof. Excessive stress will cause your testosterone to plummet. It's just the way it is. And so 237 is dangerous. Like that will increase your risk of a heart attack. It's in the 10th percentile for a man his age. I'm really glad he's figured it out, but I'll have to look, I'll have to decide myself it, what the cause was of getting his testosterone up. And I really like to see what those, what that value is. But 237 is hypogonadal, basically like you don't have nuts okay. anymore. Okay, the so reason, it's very low. The reason why I mentioned it is in your carnivore video, you stated that, the carnivore diet will lower your testosterone. False. You mentioned well, that was that was stress. a bit of a jab. That was a bit of a jab. Yeah, exactly. I, what I I'm have no evidence to suggest that it will raise testosterone. That was factually incorrect. That was my point. I don't, and I do agree. Yeah, but it was stress. it was a jab. Stress. You understand the difference between like a jab and, and yeah, like, but you're you're portraying it as like it was fact. You were like, okay, the reason right, why I will not go on the carnivore that's diet jab. is because it will lower your testosterone, which is false. Well, that's not, that's not true at all. You can lower your testosterone you, from going on a zero carb diet easily. Very of course easily. you can. So you said yeah. stress. So it does happen. Stress will decrease your levels of testosterone. Excessive cortisol. It has to be excessive. Yes. It will yes. predictably decrease your testosterone levels. Yeah. But not everyone goes through that. 
So exactly. for, you Not say, gets for you to say that the carnivore diet would decrease your testosterone is factually you, you just are taking whether you personally. say it's a jab or you're not taking that personally dude that's your that's because you're attached to your beliefs and addicted to them i mean no, you're, i'm saying you're, you're wrong i'm not attached right to you're it. saying i'm, I'm wrong not, because I'm you're attached to the belief it. i'm For just me, saying you are you are against it <laughs> no no i could be no, notice no, this guys already. anytime you argue with someone who's addicted to their beliefs they are they will not admit that they are addicted to their beliefs I'm, look look you I'm just against, said i'm not I'm for or against it okay i'm against veganism okay no, no, you're against the idea that carnivore diet can lower testosterone. And you, you brought up an argument based on his recent testosterone results, which I haven't which seen. Which is yet. a lie. But there is okay. zero evidence that his previous carnivore you, okay? diet could have lowered his testosterone combined with his Let me explain something to you. I'm against veganism. Okay, I'm completely against veganism. But if you were to say something stupid like all vegans become fat, I would still be against that statement. Doesn't well, I don't mean I'm say foreign. that. No, I'm saying if... You were to. Yeah, but when I, I said, said the carnivore incorrect. diet lowers testosterone, that was a deliberate jab and insult to Which people was, like it was you. A lie. It was a lie. Right, but it's an insult, so it doesn't it matter. It was a lie. It doesn't matter. But it, it, no, it's not a lie. It's not a lie. It it's just not a lie. It's not 100% true, but it's not a lie. So that's There's not the truth. Difference. I thought you were all about the truth. My point, why I'm talking to you about veganism and I'm against veganism, but I would still defend it if you said something wrong is. Yeah, me too. To, I'm, to, I'm, I'm, to about, I'm about the facts. That's to really prove it. to you that it's not personal. It's not because I'm for it. It's not because it's my religion. Well, it's you can't prove wrong. it to me, dude, because I know how you think. So it really doesn't matter what you I try think. to prove. Yes, I do. I've seen you it have before. Zero clue. You have zero clue as to how I think. I'm an expert. <laughs> no, you're not. <laughs> I, have, I have argued with people like you all day. It's very predictable, dude. Very predictable. You just think you just think you're there's, right. There's almost and you nothing. Don't, there's almost you nothing. You just think you that you're right, and you would just pat yourself on the back. I, I don't. I don't. I'm not. Right. I'm not even trying to be right. I'm just trying to understand the facts. And th we have ten minutes left. Most of this time, you've you've made up. And I'm saying that was a point. That was a point you made on your video, which was a lie. Yeah, and so the average debater is just looking to win the argument, right? But someone like me is really just looking for the fact so for me this isn't a debate this is just you know yeah, what is um, what is the mindset like diet lowest testosterone is not a fact prove it i've been on the carnivore Can diet. You even testosterone prove it? levels have increased have you measured it with a serum lab yes i had a blood test in october okay that's great but you were on it for a few months like that literally nothing you say matters like anyone it, can do a carnivore diet for three months Guess what? There are a thousand people on. I never said. I, I never where, ever where said where diet would cause your testosterone to decrease after three months. That's, that's you did say problem. it would decrease. It's I'm all in your carnivore man. video. It's available for anyone. I need to, to create like a, a book on straw man arguments for people. But I don't think they would. Yeah, understand you can get it. another nine people to buy it because too. the straw man argument really is a tactic of someone who's losing the debate and they're just desperate to win. Um, I thought you weren't trying to win. Well, I'm not. I'm just. I said you're. When I, you're when the I, one. Asked I said you're the one trying to win. I didn't say I was the one trying to win. When I asked you for a topic of conversation, you said it was going to be free flow. Then when this I looked is, at the title of this, this, this is free flow. carnivore who praises Dr. Rhonda Patrick. Where have I praised? Oh, her? let's talk about Dr. Rhonda Patrick. Do you want to do that? If yeah. you want, but where have I praised her? You praised her in your comment, man. You said I'm not cool enough to be popular like dr ron I patrick said, no that's I why said, i'm wrong that's an appeal to authority like her than you yeah it's appeal to authority that's not crazy no, but you also used her kind of popularity as your argument though so that that was the issue that's why, where why you're wrong directly quote me where i said that it's in the it's in your first comment which is the only one i really read so 
mm-hmm. anyone can find that. My point was I would rather listen to Dr. Rhonda Patrick than you. You also earlier said something about Thomas DeLawler be, being popular. That's why DeLawler. we should believe him. That's why we should believe him. So, I mean, that's an appeal to authority. Yeah, I would rather listen to his opinion than yours. <laughs> because he's popular. And he supports your he supports your view, man. He sells the Kool Aid. You drink the Kool Aid all day. No, I don't. I don't. I don't take any bone, bro. So here's the reason, Doctor Ronda Patrick. Three hundred uh, pounds to an international fitness model. He knows what he's talking about. Yeah, I mean, it's not that hard. He's done it. It's not that hard to intermittent fast, right? It's. I mean, I think that's great that he's done it, but he does make up a lot of stuff to to sell his products. Um, and he he's not a scholar. Okay, he's a marketer. Mean just like so, you do. When you when you trust people who are marketers, that's that's really the biggest deception I that I'm seeing today. Him. No, I'm saying you trust him because he's a marketer. Okay, it's just a fact. I don't trust him. I say I believe him more than I do you. Okay, so again, you're you're back to semantics because that's your favorite thing to do. Doesn't the scholar, mean scholar of semantics. So let's talk about Dr. Rhonda Patrick. Um, I'll just be very brief here. I you know I respect anyone who does does research. Right. The only issue is that a lot of people trust the person who digs the rabbit hole who comes up with all the studies and and anybody can anybody can do it like i can do that but it's it's not i'm not saying she's wrong what i'm saying is that she speaks in a certain way and it's a it's a very detailed reductionist argument and the vast majority of people don't have any idea what that person is saying but it makes them feel like their ideas are legitimate and that's really the only problem because then we end up recommending things like broccoli sprouts, which Dr. Rhonda Patrick, when she said that, I was like, okay, she's a rabbit hole digger because nobody should be eating broccoli sprouts. I mean, it's just not a food. It's, it's for the rabbits. Um, but that's how we end up thinking, you know, the, just like uh, Crow, right? Crow said earlier today, he said, you know, your liver converts the excess protein to carbs. Therefore you don't need carbs, but then he still craves carbs and cheats on the diet. So I don't crave carbs. We need to blend the experience. You're putting words into my mouth again. I never said I crave carbs. But you do crave carbs. I I am saying you crave carbs. You're denying that you crave carbs. But I don't crave carbs. I know you crave carbs. I haven't craved carbs. Like I said, in 12 months, go on the full carnivore diet. Talk to me in 12 months. We'll repeat this. I'm happy to be be proven wrong. You proved me wrong that some people... You can't tell me I crave carbs when I'm telling you I don't. Yeah, you're in denial. That's what I'm saying. I'm not in denial. I don't want carbs. If you, you are, were to give me, denial, if you were to give me carbs, I wouldn't want it. I have no interest in it. Okay, but you had interest when you cheated on your diet. Once again, that was after so, me saying I'm going to I'm going to try keto you, for three think, months. And I'm just saying I'm I don't. Then I'm going to eat some carbs. Right, I don't believe you. That's what I'm saying. I just don't believe that because I you think, think I'm making that up. Yes, I think your body is telling you to eat the carbs. That's why you eat the carbs. Because you also said you eat a high carb day. It's not like you're eating a little bit of brown rice. It's you're eating a lot of carbs. You also said you wanted to um, experience some of the cravings this month in December for the entire month, and then long not the entire month. I've I've had six meals this month. Okay, that's fine. But earlier you did say the you know for yeah, December. Yeah, I said I'm allowing myself the month of December. Okay, so we clarify that. One. So you're you're not doing it like every day, but no, you're but eating... you misunderstand things that I say and you take them around the wrong way. I said no, I'm no, I don't misunderstand myself. it. I have my I, I have allowing... a different opinion than you no, no, no. on what when you're I say, saying. I am I have a different myself. interpretation than you on what you're when saying. I'm not say, misunderstanding it. When I say I am allowing myself the month of December to eat what I want, doesn't mean I'm craving carbs. 
It says if I want carbs, I will eat carbs. It's not the right. same thing. So the reason why so you cannot I think say it that I'm means, craving carbs. Well, I can because no, the reason why I believe that is because that's I like me don't, saying you're craving heroin. Like I said, I haven't seen people who are able to you're, do you're it long term heroin. without craving carbs. So you're craving heroin. I know you are. Anyway, so Dr. Rhonda Patrick, um, exactly. she's she's a scholar, but she's a rabbit hole digger, and a lot of people love the rabbit hole digger today, and it just doesn't lead to the truth. So why don't we, are there any other issues you want to discuss? I'll look at the live chat and see if there's any good questions that might be worth talking about. What's your problem with logic? Um, I'm not sure how to answer that, but let's look at the live chat here. One of your responses was, this is what happens when people follow logic too much. Oh, oh, that's what you mean. Okay. Um, yeah, excess, because this is what was one of your uh, misinterpretations of what I said in the beginning of the video. Basically, what I said is that um, people rely on logic too much to eat. It's it's some of the arguments you have. For example, you know the liver converts excess protein to glycogen, therefore we don't need carbohydrates. Doctor, um, not doctor. Gary Tobe's entire book was basically a huge rabbit hole he dug, and that's why his opinions are, are simply Which book are you talking incorrect. About? Good calories, bad calories. His his okay. original book that kind of brought him into the spotlight. Um, and Gary, Gary Tobes is a scholar. I mean, he was studying physics and all that before that, which is even more problematic because naturally when we decided what to Wasn't eat, that book about reversing the food pyramid? Uh, it was about hating carbohydrates. It led to yeah, carbophobia. He, he was saying that the I agree, modern I agree. way the we follow food diets. Is bad. Yeah, no, everybody, the I modern agree way we follow diets, 80% yep. Yeah, the food was pyramid is, was absolutely... Uh, deception um the government colluded so with that's what his book was about okay. it's not no 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 it's not, it wasn't just about that it was very one-sided against carbohydrates calling for a low-carb diet but it did yeah. include that you know food companies have tried to make them look very good anyway so people who are uh you know very interested in the logic but don't necessarily have the background maybe a physics or we see a lot of people in the paleo space with the engineering background it's very common um, again, this leads to looking at food in a very objective way. And I believe this leads to misinterpretations as to what we should eat, because it's not something we see any indigenous person eating, doing for the most part. Obviously, we're all meant to use logic. It's the excessive use of logic. So you don't see the Maasai. Let me finish you this. See, you don't see it's the Maasai, the Aborigines, the Inuit eating this way. So it's what causes us to not value the experience enough. And the Inuit is the only tribe, and it's only because they're in a very cold climate. Okay, so you're not going to see it anywhere else. And the Maasai drank milk, so I have no idea what you're talking about. Maasai also have a very diverse gut microbiome, and it's where does milk come from? Eating, they're eating uh, carbs. That's the reason they eat milk tubers. Milk is carnivore. Yeah, but it's also it has sugar, plenty of sugar, and they they they're not on a carnivore diet. That's ridiculous. It, it has lactose. <clears throat> It's not the same as eating Masai a potato or rice. Part of our diet, buddy. So, get some questions. Similar enough. Yeah. No, dude. There's there's no, almost no hunter gatherers on the carnivore diet. So, I don't really see any questions here, but I'll give you guys two minutes if you guys want to ask some questions. Um, again, it's hard to understand my logic argument until you experience more intuition. Um, until I experience more intuition. Exactly. And it's, it's what explains your opinions on naturopathy because it's a little bit too, it's very reductionist. But I mean, you know, I respect everyone's opinion. It's just, um, there's this very one-sided hatred of natural medicine from from people who- I don't hate it, I just in. think it's incorrect. Yeah, but you don't understand it. 
so organ meats. Let's talk about organ meats. So I eat organ meats um, every now and then. In fact, I, I just made some turkey broth, turkey bone broth. I'm going to put the gizzards in the soup. But really the, the question here, guys, is how much carbs should you eat? So the carnivore diet, a lot of people, Tufano told me this, you can eat a 40% meat diet and be on the carnivore diet. I mean, that's ridiculous. That's called being an omnivore. So I'm an omnivore. So I eat plants, I eat meat. We all realize that animal products have benefits. What happens is that zealots think that, you know, it's the way to go, that insulin is very dangerous and all these things It's called carbophobia. And so there's a lot of this out there. And, um, you know, I want to, I want to thank Crow for coming on to, to have I this think, discussion. I think there's nothing wrong with carbs. Okay. There's nothing wrong with carbs. Except that it makes you fat and they're just not necessary. Insulin. That is the point. Okay. Right. But right, right, right. But people use the argument to suggest that it makes you fat and raises your insulin as if it's a bad thing. If you eat too many carbs over fats and proteins, yeah, sure, they won't yeah, make the, you fat. the reason why people have excess insulin is actually not due to carbs. I'm not, I'm not against excessive, carbs. I'm against excessive excess use in the of carbs. Diet. And anyone who says that carbs right. is essential... It's, it's impossible to get nutrition. excessive carbs on a whole food diet, in my opinion. I think the excess comes from the standard American fast food type of diet. Um, and then... What happens then you gain weight very quickly and then your fat cells actually cause insulin to stay elevated. I could Does eat, anybody I have eat. questions? We'll, we'll just leave this open for a couple minutes. Just post them right now. And if you have anything to say, we can answer that. I'll give it five more minutes or so. Okay, so in conclusion then, I think... You know, I think there's some important points to discuss. You know, it's not about being completely against the carnivore diet or pro the carnivore diet. What's really, we're talking about a couple of things here. What are we meant to eat? How are we, we meant to eat, right? Because I, I focus more on the how. But it is important also, what are we meant to eat? We're obviously not carnivores. We're not obligate carnivores. But you can probably be do okay on a 100% carnivore diet for a period of time. We don't know how long yet. So if this guy Crow is on the diet, no carbs for an entire year and doesn't give in to carb cravings, I think that would be a great experiment. It's been done. Those explorers did it back in the day. Some people definitely have done it for a long period of time. He asserts that thousands of people are doing it. Um, and then I think there is just a lot more experimentation to be done, a lot more to be understood about how the carnivore diet affects people's health, including testosterone levels, especially. So, um, oh yeah, do you eat raw meat? Someone asked I me do, that. I do sometimes, not all the time. Yeah. I see it on the outside. Yeah, so I'm, I'm a huge fan of raw meat, but I could never eat 100% raw meat. It would just, just make zero sense to me. So most, most of my food intake or meat intake is bloody. It's, uh, you know, I see it on the outside, but it's raw inside. Okay. Yeah, that's great. So, you know, I think eating blood has health benefits. It's just an issue when people have all these beliefs that plants are bad. So hopefully this, this inspired I never said that. some people to uh, embrace plants. Well, that's good if you don't, if you don't say that, but you did say lectins are pretty much bad. And I, I haven't experienced lectins doesn't issues. necessarily mean plant foods. They're mainly from or not lectins. I mean, um, lentils, lentils, lentils are bad. And yeah, I mean, that's just false. So um, anyway, so hopefully people learned something from this talk. I think this was pretty productive overall. And if you guys want to see more debates like this, um, feel free to reach out to people who want to challenge me to a debate and get a free education. So thanks again, Crow, for being on. Um, I really appreciate it. I hope you enjoyed the education. Thank you.